Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Canadian Corner. I'm your host, Captain Young, here to bring you all things Canadian. Now, if you don't know what we do here, every week I profile a different Canadian who means something to this country, someone who helps shape our collective identity. Today I will be talking about the band and person often considered the most Canadian of all time. Someone whose music is played like the backtrack to my life. Yes, Gore Downey in The Tragically Hip. The Tragically Hip songs have depicted so many Canadian tropes. Prime Minister's pictures on the walls, hockey cards, and Ontario towns. Not only that, they are incredibly talented and their music is just an amazing sound. Gord Downey met the future members of the Tragically Hip at his high school, Kingston Collegiate and Vocational Institute. Downey formed the Tragically Hip with Rob Baker, Johnny Fay, Davis Manning, and Gord St. Clair in 1983. The band started like most others. They played cover songs in local bars and taverns, hoping that one day they could catch a break. And eventually, they did. The MCA record president saw them performing at the Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto and offered them a record deal. Their success grew quickly, and in 1990, they made it to spot 170 on the Billboard Top 100 for six weeks straight. Now, I think that I have to say thank you to that MCA record president, because had he not spotted the tragically hip, who knows what could have been. Their first album was the tragically hip, a very creative name <laughs> um and their album produced two singles small town bring down and highway girl now i personally had not heard these songs prior to the creation of this episode which i think is just a testament that their earlier work was not the most notable but come time for their second album up to here they were churning out singles like blow it high dough boots or hearts 38 years old, and everybody's favorite, at least every rock station's favorite, New Orleans is sinking. The Tragically Hip was played extensively on rock radio stations in Canada. And people often said that the music could be categorized as blue-tinged, which was not really something that I had heard, but... But I found that such music is often considered much more jazzy and bluesy. Their next album was in 1992 and entitled Locked in the Trunk of a Car. And it featured two of my favorite Tragically Hip songs, mm. Courage and At the Hundredth Meridian. Their sound was starting to become a lot less bluesy and they really came into their own. And Gord Downey just had a very unique voice that became classically noted over the radio waves. I really think that there are two things that set the Tragically Hip apart as a band their poetry and wonderful lyrics and Gord Downey's voice. I do not think that their instruments um, playing is the most notable thing. I really do believe that it's Gord Downey's voice that is able to separate them. Dan Aykroyd, fellow Canadian, was a huge fan of the Tragically Hip and begged SNL to book them as guests. And that is their most high-profile appearance in the United States. Have to say, Saturday Night Live, not bad. <laughs> I remember that I saw a comment on a YouTube video once that said, had the tragically hip been American, they would have been one of the most famous bands in the whole entire world. Because America has this way of taking things that they love and propping them up into the main frame. But I think that I have to interject that I, it's just better 
that we were able to keep the tragically hip so close guarded. And they were still notable. They were still meaningful. They were still popular and powerful. But they were not... Their value is not cheapened by becoming a uniquely American product. And that is something that is not very common when it comes to Canadian goods. And I think that that's part of what makes Tragically Hip so special. Trouble at the Hen House followed in 1996, which brought five singles... Trouble at the Hen House followed in 1996, which brought five singles, starting with Ahead by a Century, which reached number five. <laughs> Trouble at the Hen House followed in 1996, which brought five singles, starting with Ahead by a Century, which reached number one on the RPM Canadian Singles Chart, their most successful song in Canada. I remember that we were talking once about the tragically hip and Gord Downey, and my friend confessed the only song that she had ever heard was I Had By Century because it was the introduction song for Anne with an E. Now, I am vehemently against Anne with an E and refuse to watch it because I'm a huge Anne of Green Gables fan, and I just have read a couple reviews for the TV show, and I just cannot understand how they possibly think that it's Anne. It's complicated. I just... <laughs> but I think it's very cool to see kind of how um, a head by century's been able to transcend generations in a TV show that was beloved for all of its flaws. <laughs> In 1996, the hip headlined a show called Edenfest. The concert sold over 70,000 tickets total and was attended by an estimated 20,000 additional people who joined after the barriers broke down. Their 1998 album, Phantom Power, won the 1999 Juno Award for Best Rock Album and Best Album Design. And their single, Bob Cajun, won the Juno Award for Best Single. That album, Phantom Power, is certified platinum in three three times in Canada. No, personally, Bob Cajun is just my favorite song. There's something haunting and ethereal about it. It is just my favorite. And um, Phantom Power is one of my favorite albums. Now, they played in the Grey Cup halftime show in 2002, and if there's not a more Canadian band to play at a more Canadian event, well, Stanley Cup final, but we have a very difficult relationship with that. It's almost as if we have been immune to the Stanley Cup for 24 years. But The Grey Cup. Yes, the Tragically Hipped played the Grey Cup halftime show in 2002. After Hurricane Katrina, radio stopped playing New Orleans' is sinking out of respect for the victims, but the song was so pirated and became a rally cry for the city. I always used to think that New Orleans is Sinking was written after Hurricane Katrina, but it clearly wasn't. Uh, but I think that it's really interesting how uh, the cities were able to rally around such a song because, to be a bit crude, New Orleans was sinking. <laughs> On May 24th, 2016, the band announced that Gord Downey was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer, but they decided they would still tour that summer. Man Machine Poem, their final album, was released on June 17, 2016. Their final concert was at Rogers R.K. Rock Center in Kingston, the place where it all began. It was attended by Prime Minister Trudeau and watched by approximately 
one-third of the population. Now, that concert will always hold a special place in my heart because that was the night that I discovered the Tragically Hip. It is somewhat sardonic to think that the last performance of theirs was my first experience of theirs. But I remember earlier that day, we were driving to my brother's, or sorry, my cousin's skateboarding competition, and we were playing our local radio station, and they were talking all about this band, the Tragically Hip. They were talking about how Canadian they were and just how much they mean to Canada. And I was very intrigued because I am a large patriot. If you cannot tell, I run a podcast called The Canadian Corner. And I wanted to find out more. And so they spent the whole day playing Tragically Hip songs. And um, my mom told me that we were going to go to one of our family friend's house later that night to watch the final concert. And I was interested to see what it would be like and what this band was. I had really enjoyed the music. Well, we get to the friend's house and we start watching the concert and I'm just transfixed. I just am completely enthused by this band and it's never been the same. I've been a huge Tragically Hip fan since, so at least some good has been able to come of that tragedy. In October of 2016, Gore gave his first interview since his diagnosis. He said he was experiencing extreme memory loss, but that the hip had almost four albums worth of music in a vault. I can't imagine what it would be like to be a musician whose whole life was built through writing and music and songs to lose your memory. You know, and think about all the amazing things he'd experienced touring and with his concerts and just to not be able to remember any of that had to be heartbreaking. And to think about four albums worth of music in a vault is thrilling. <laughs> on October 18th, 2016, Gore Downey released a concept album called The Secret Path. It was about Chani Wenjak, the First Nation boy who died when trying to escape a residential school. And if you wish to learn more about him, there is a very good heritage minute about him. Gore Downey was the first ever entertainer to be selected as the Canadian Press Canada Newsmaker of the Year, an award that is given to the Canadian that influences the news the most. Truly a testament to how influential and important Gore Downey is to us. In June of 2017, the band was announced as beneficiaries of the Order of Canada by Governor General of Canada, David Johnson. Much deserved accolade. Gord Downey passed away on October 17th, 2017. Everyone felt an immense loss, including Prime Minister Trudeau, who was a big fan. He held an official press conference at Par Parliament Hill where he said, Our buddy Gord, who loved this country with everything he had, and not just love in a nebulous, oh, I love Canada way. He loved every hidden corner, every story, every aspect of this country that he celebrated his whole life. Now, I don't find myself agreeing with Prime Minister Trudeau on many things, but I think that quote truly is able to encapsulate Gore Downey and the Tragically Hip and what that band stood for and what it still stands for to this day. After Gore Downey's death, many of the hip songs climbed to the Billboard Top 100 as Canadians reminisce, listening to the music that helped shape them and their country. According to Nielsen BDS, the Tragically Hip were the fourth best-selling Canadian musical artist in Canada between 1996 and 2016. 
In that same period of time, Ahead by a Century was listed as the 67th most played song on Canadian radio across all formats, while 18 of their songs appeared in the list of top 150 most played songs on Canadian rock radio. They never made it very big in the States, except in, false, except in a small following in the border cities. But that was okay. Making it big in America is not a testament to how great you are. Being known by almost every person in a country is a testament to how great you are. So I highly encourage you, take a moment now to listen to a Tragic Leap song, whichever one you want. There's a lot of good ones. And just enjoy it. Because that is good music. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm sorry that there was such a discrepancy in between the first and the second, but I promise, promise I will keep making more. Um, make sure to follow me on my Instagram account, Canadian Corner with Caddy, and I will see you guys next week.